because she's little, because she's sensitive, because she's a little bit awkward and clumsy, she poked herself on a hard antler and then she didn't want anything to do with them. I introduce a shed dog to the shape of the antler first. This is the training dummy is what it looks like. It's flexible. It's not going to poke or jab them. And the reason is my first shed dog that I trained um, was actually eight years old. And so I cross-trained that dog to pick up antlers. And she was a gun dog and a bird dog for me. She's a really nice dog. I cross-trained her to picking up antlers and it went well. And she, she found more antlers for me than I had ever found before. And so that really convinced me this is a great way of doing it. Um, I bought a puppy next and I bought the puppy just to shed hunt with and when I started with that pup I went about it how a lot of people think I think is how you should do it and I, I took an antler she was she was she was several months old she was probably five six months old at the time um, she was full of energy a lot of drive a lot of excitement in the retrieve I pitched the the antler for her and I remember like it was yesterday. I remember right where I was. I threw an antler. It was on a kind of an icy packed down road. Um, she ran, she slid, she hit the antler and she yipped and she rolled over and she turned around and she came and she ran right back to me. And she was deathly afraid of it. And what ended up happening was is because she's little, because she's sensitive, because she's a little bit awkward and clumsy, she poked herself on a hard antler and then she didn't want anything to do with them. And so I found myself in a real tough position with a little shed dog that I was trying to create into being a shed dog that was afraid of antlers. And so that was where I came up with the idea for this. And at the time I worked construction, so I was working a full-time job. Um, and I, I thought, man, it's just, you know, I, I trained gun dogs and bird dogs and I never introduce a pheasant dog to birds for the first time of, of anything connected to birds. I don't just put them in a pen with a rooster and hope I get a pheasant dog out of it because it's not going to happen. There's all, all these things that will go wrong and potentially, now could it happen? Yeah, it could, but I don't know that I want to roll the dice again. I bought this puppy. I spent a lot of money on this puppy with these big intentions of training it to be a shed dog. And at six months old, I had a puppy that was deathly afraid of antlers. Like literally pick one up, she'd go away from you. She thought it bitter. She hated them. So it was created by me. And I think a lot of the times the issues when we run into stuff when it comes to raising these dogs, they're not dog issues. They're typically handler issues. And so, and I'll take, I'll be the first person to admit I make the most mistakes. I make a lot of mistakes. I think over the years, I think I make less. And over the years, I think I've learned from experience how to handle some of the stuff and read some of the stuff before it ever matures into a true problem. So this was one of the things that I thought about was when I train these gun dogs, I start out with a balled up sock and I go to a canvas bumper and a, a puppy bumper and then I go a little bit bigger bumper. I tape some wings but I add some scent to it. Cold game, fresh kill game, live pigeons. I take a lot of steps before a pheasant dog ever sees a pheasant. And so I want to do this similar process when it comes to a shed dog. And that's where I came up with the training dummy. So the question was, what age should you introduce a puppy to the shed antler? I don't think it's based on age. So it's a great question because none of my stuff is driven by age. None of my stuff is driven, like incremental steps are not driven by the amount of time I spent doing something, not by the amount of age that the dog is, how old the dog is, or how young they are. Because 
every dog matures a little bit differently. So I always tell people, and it's a very general, broad statement, but I'll say when they're ready and they'll go, I don't like that answer. Well, so here's a little more. When they're ready, I think is when they physically can handle it. So there's a lot, this isn't, this isn't a real small antler. Um, you know, it's, it's not real big, but it's probably a real average sized four point side and it's intentional. Um, I don't think if the puppy can't physically pick this up, without struggling, I'm not doing it. Because I don't want, again, I don't want, now they're not gonna poke themselves and jab themselves because it's not hard, it's not gonna hurt them. But I don't want them struggling either because I don't want this, you gotta remember dogs are always learning and so we're always training. And when we start putting habits into the dog, sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it's not. And so what we gotta be real careful of is when the dog goes out to pick it up, if they can't pick it up, the puppy can't pick this up comfortably, they may quit. They may go out, you might be in the hallway. I got a hallway right here that I do early puppy retrieves in. I close all the doors, I put a balled up sock down the hall and I let them run out and pick it up and bring it back. If I throw this dummy for a little eight week old pup, they instinctively, predator prey are probably gonna chase it down. But if they can't pick it up very easily and they can't carry it very easily and they're struggling, their attention spans are about this big and all of a sudden they get down to the end of the hallway, they go to pick it up and they go, nah, they drop it and they come back to me. And I go, hmm what is they do that two three four times in a row and all of a sudden that's a habit because they've done something consistently Re repetition and consistency is going to form a habit and so that's the great part about training it's also the very sketchy part about training that you have to be very careful of so we don't want to train a habit today that's not desirable and need to train it out later so the dog needs to be able to pick this up comfortably before I'm gonna ever put it in their mouth. They gotta be retrieving. I don't wanna introduce shape to a pup that doesn't retrieving. So like I said, my first pup's retrieves are gonna be a balled up sock. I use a balled up sock in the hallway. The little puppies have little puppy teeth and I like the idea of when they go to pick that balled up sock, a lot of times those little needle teeth get hung up in the sock. It actually makes it a little bit tough for them to spit it out if they want to. And so the second they go out to get it, I'm down on the ground and I'm encouraging, come on, come on, come on, come on. And here they come, they come back to me. And so we're doing that two or three times and all of a sudden the dog goes out and back, out and back, out and back. Now they're done and they want to do it again. And I say, no, nah, we'll do it later. And I leave a little bit of fire burning in that pup. I don't need to over retrieve a dog. I don't need to get a dog burnt out, especially because we're talking about these little ones. These little ones get tired of stuff real quickly. So the age that you introduce the pup to that shed antler shape, I don't think is driven by age. I think it's driven by when they're ready. And that means their confidence level. That means they got a little bit of retrieve built into them already. Out and back, out and back, out and back. And they, they can handle it without a struggle.